Call us Brett Favre because we're coming back again. Howdy, folks. Colton's not here. This uh, quarantine season and and their house did have the the coronavirus, so we decided it probably was in our best interests not to ever see him again. Yeah, that's a good point, Garrett. So, Colton, you know, we love you to death, bud, but... Not really. Business decisions had to be made. If you can hear me, I'm eating popcorn right now, so... I apologize if this is a minor inconvenience. <laughs> the fact that we're recording and you're eating now is... Hey, I got... 15 more minutes till I can't stop, can't eat anymore. All right, Garrett, tell us about your quarantine. What have you been doing to keep from staying bored? <clears throat> well, uh, let's see. Typical day starts for me around 11 a.m. All right. <laughs> we don't need a minute, five minute breakdown. Well, Hunter, that's what I'm gonna give you. I uh, wake up, roll out of bed. You wake up at like 11? Bro, I got nothing else to do. So I'm like waking up earlier than you and just sitting in my room one yeah. off to... Oh, actually, Tuesday, Thursday, I have class at 9.30, so that's actually okay. not true. Roll out of bed, quite literally, as I do with a floor bed. Um, go to class. I only have, like, one or two classes a day, though. And uh, Zoom classes are a joke. Stupid. Um, then I work out. We uh, we got some milk jugs that we filled with water. It's like, we got three of them right now, which comes out to, like, 28 pounds. So lots of reps. That's what it comes out to. Okay. That's what I looked up. So that's, uh, and that's what Google says, at least. I think it's harder because we use the towel as the grip, and I think that's harder. But um, going, been, been getting my, my running game on a lot recently. So uh, other than that, though, I just sit in here and watch you guys play video games. It's 25.02 pounds, according to Google. Garrett. I thought it was 8 point something a uh, container. It's 8.34 times 3, 25.02. We're trying to make the people think you're stronger than you are. My apologies to the people. I will do my best in the future not to mislead you. And I'll fact check him if he starts to get too big for his britches. Um, James and I just finished watching Game of Thrones. I watched it a second time through. Really good show. Books are better. I would uh, recommend for those in the audience that have not read or watched. Um, other than that, though, Janice and I usually have our evening catch session with the football out in the yard. Um... But that's about it. Quarantine life is uh, not much different from my normal life at all. In all honesty. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to say it sucks. So, uh, yeah, that's my life. Hunter, how, how has your life been during quarantine? Haven't seen you much. Well, I did not want to watch Game of Thrones, so I've been uh, banished to my room for the most part. Mm, banished. Um, Excellent word choice. Yeah, self-banished because I didn't want to just sit here and watch Game of Thrones because I didn't want to actually watch it. So, so you did get into it at the end there. A little bit. I might go back and watch it, but I didn't want to just binge all 70 plus hours of it in the course of a week and a half like you guys did. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. We had other things to do. Right, yeah. Well, I watched a few MMA movies. I watched a movie about some kid and his dad going on a hunting trip and getting lost. Um, MMA movies, for the record, Black Bear slash Submission. It has two different names. Uh, terrible movie. Um, the Warrior, great movie. So if you're into MMA and you want to watch an MMA movie, absolutely do not watch Black Bear slash Submission, and absolutely do watch Warrior. That's the one with uh, Tom Hardy, right? Yeah, Tom Hardy. And, Big Tom uh, Hardy guy. Big Tom Hardy guy. I don't know why I said and, because I don't know any of the other actors or actresses. Else, yeah. Um, see, I sat in a room, in my room, for 
eight and a half hours and uh, listen to Cotton Eye Joe on repeat. I would like to point out that in my eyes, you only lasted for about two and a half hours because then you started drawing and reading or doing other shit, and that didn't come to me. So you just sat in there for an extra five and a half hours and I told, it didn't count. I specifically told you when I was outlining what I was going to do that I would have no access to technology. Yeah, I did well, not say that I wasn't going to be drawing pictures in my notebook or anything Then you like really that. weren't in solitary confinement, because I'm sure the guys in prisons don't have little coloring books of Avatar that they can color in. Uh, I didn't use my Avatar coloring book, first of all, and mm -hmm. second... Um, I never claimed to be in solitary confinement. But you do have an Avatar coloring book, for the record. Yes. Avatar The Last Airbender coloring book. I'm on, like, page four. Okay. Um, Slow color. Yeah. I've had that for almost a year. Yeah. I, I like to stay within the lines, Garrett. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, let's see. We had a bonfire one night, just the three of us. Social distancing from everybody else. Don't worry. We weren't inviting people over. Yeah, we don't hang out with people to begin with anyway, so... Yeah, that's also true. There were some guys that showed up and thought that they were coming to a different bonfire, but it was really ours, and we were very confused because they were like, Hey, what's up? How you doing? And they're like, Oh, we have the wrong bonfire. Yeah, those guys are dicks. Yeah, they're not social distancing. I hope they catch the coronavirus and die. Okay, that's a little harsh, but sure. Yeah, not? probably not timely to be making Overpopulated a remark like that. Um, anyway... Um, yeah, I'm not doing much during quarantine either, Garrett. Hmm. Shocking news. Mm-hmm. All right, so, uh, today's a, uh, special edition of the B-Wisters podcast. Garrett and I each asked for the hottest of takes from our Instagram followers, and, oh boy, did you guys deliver. There are plenty to choose from, but we can only choose our top seven. Uh, we had eight submissions total, not including Jameson's that is... Very inappropriate, as oh. well as the one that Garrett submitted, which was that our podcast sucks. And it's a clearly, hot take. That's a hot take, Connor. Clearly, if you're because listening to Because our podcast this, is great. Clearly, if you're listening to this, you know that that is not a hot take. Yeah, it is. So, uh, some of them were sports-related, some were not, but they're about 50-50, and so we figured we'd break it up into sports and not sports. Which one do you want to start with, Garrett? Uh, let's go not sports. All right, so... Uh, First submitted to Garrett's Instagram story from Fred Owens the Fourth, I believe. Uh, hmm. He has he has Roman numerals after his name. I don't remember which number Fred he is. I believe fourth, hmm. maybe sixth. Hmm. I think fourth. Anyway, Fred said, "Smoking is cool, this and is I would probably this is not word for word what he said. No, I know. Okay, smoking is cool, and I would probably do it if not for it being so unhealthy for you, or something along those lines. Basically, yeah." Um, Garrett, you have any thoughts on this? Um, see, I never understood why smoking was always considered so cool. Like, it was obviously a very big thing back in, like, the, I don't know, basically before, like, I feel like the early 2000s, 2010s, everybody smoked. Yeah. I never remember why it looked so cool. You just got this thing hanging out of your mouth. Like, outside of the health reasons, why is that cool? I never thought that was cool. I know you and Jameson think it's cool. Oh, don't get into my take here, Garrett. Well, tell me, why is that cool? Alright, so I'm going to kind of agree with Fred here. Um, I think he specifically said smoking cigarettes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was super cool in House of Cards when Frank and Claire Underwood would share a single cigarette overlooking their balcony out the window and... Uh, 
look out over DC, which they were just running. And I think that that's probably why I thought it was cool. It was just I really liked that show. Um, I realized Kevin Spacey is a scumbag human being, and so... Uh, hmm. not, a cool, not a hot take. Yeah, that's not a hot take. So um, that kind of ruined that show. And uh, so I kind of agree with Fred. I definitely don't think I would do it if not for the health issues, just because it's a very expensive habit. And so if it... Well, even outside of that, do you think the act of smoking is cool? I think that they made it look really cool on House of Cards, and so Why? I think I would probably casually have... It was because have... of the power they had. Yeah. So it wasn't because uh, of smoking. Oh, I understand, but like the smoking was like just super cool on that show. Okay. And so I think that I would uh, probably be into a casual cigarette if somebody offered me one. What about... Um... But I would not purchase them myself. Mm. Also, are you counting like the addictive part as part of the health issues? Because like... Um... No. No? So it they would be addictive anyway? It'd be addictive anyways, but mm. like, there'd be no... I mean, same way that candy's addicting, or... You know, <laughs> that's not bad for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I tentatively agree with Fred. I just don't see what's so cool about it. Yep. And me, then when you throw the health risks in there, yeah, you're just I mean, killing yourself. Obviously, that's not part of the take. Yeah, so uh, tentatively agree for me and strong disagree from you. Strong, no. I just never, I just never, yeah, just don't get what's cool about that. All right, well, for me, I think it's the uh, I mean, like, I guess, like, if you're in the 70s, I'm thinking of, uh, Yeah, that, that's... Like a black leather <laughs> oh, jacket. Imagine, like, Herb Brooks from Miracle, yeah. like, smoking a cigarette as he's telling boys to get back on the line. Yeah, but that, there's just, like, a badassery effect that comes in there. Uh-oh. That, I think it's just the HDMI cord. Okay, we're still rolling. There's just like a badassery effect that comes in there where... Like the long hair and the mustache. Yeah. And like, you know, you just jacket. take out the cigarette, put it off on your face or whatever, and then beat your ass. That'd be cool. <laughs> so it sounds like in certain scenarios... In certain scenarios, just, it might be cool. Maybe you would do it. I'm not a bully hunter. Oh, I'd beat the shit out of someone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my kid. Yeah, no, so in certain instances I could see it. Alright, so it sounds like we're roughly on the same page here. Uh, I think I'm still You're farther, lower on the spectrum yeah. than you. Um, Alright, okay. I think that's that's a robust discussion of yeah. whether or not we think smoking is cool minus the health issues. Yeah. Alright, so... I really uh, look forward to this next one, because I feel very passionately about the... Uh, no, let, let's save that one for last of... So the second one is going to be Colton's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was submitted by an anonymous person. Colton. Um, his take was that Colton Dzinski is the worst member on the the podcast. Which implying that most people think he's the best. Yes. And, you know, honestly, I think he's got a point here. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think of all the hot takes... On the board here? So you think that he... <laughs> I think he's the he fan favorite. The I th no, no, I think he's the <laughs> fan favorite. I think a lot of people outside of your family that listen to the show, Colton's, Colton's opinions and takes are most aligned with theirs. So he would be a fan favorite. You know, I think... I he, think Colton probably... He has the comedic relief that you or I just don't have. Yeah, I think Colton probably does have, like, the best all-around podcasting game the problem the problem is 
his volume control, it just shatters the production quality of the podcast. I think it might override it. <laughs> what he brings to the table. That that's his big drawback though. Like if if you're looking at Colton on the draft board, I mean you're looking at somebody else, you're like, oh, this guy's got a rap sheet or this guy can't make the big throws. Colton's just got the issue with the volume control, you know? Yeah. That's like his big glaring issue. And so uh, if there are any podcasts that are uh, looking to pick him up in free agency or possibly orchestrate a trade. We haven't cut him yet. Or orchestrate a trade. I guess we have cut him. We could Um, get him in over Zoom, maybe. We could try that. We we could see how the uh, quality would work. We could try that. Um, But yeah, I, I think that overall, I think the other thing with Colton is you and I are more similar on like our approach to it. Um, smart, and we take our time and think through our thoughts, wherever. <laughs> whereas he just spouts whatever comes to his head. So you're saying that our listeners are stupid since most of them agree with Colton? Bing pop. You have hit it right on, nail right on the coffin, sir. That's not... <laughs> listeners, you understand. All right, so Garrett hates our listeners. They're blisters, Hunter. Sometimes you just gotta peel them off. Just like how he hates the state of South Carolina. South, it's a worthless. That's, a, that's not a hot take. That is a, a well-backed opinion. I need to bring in freaking uh, what's your face, Junior AP. Mm. Yeah, what's your face, Zervos? Zervos. She would back me up on this. Okay, so you're wrong. <laughs> oh, no. no, I am very right on the matter. South Carolina as a state sucks, uh, but that we digress. Um, so sadly, Colton, I'm gonna have to agree with you that that is a hot take, and I do think most people. Think you are the? I don't want to say star of this show because there <laughs> aren't carries any, this show because there aren't any stars, but you do add uh, the most value. <clears throat> You're not going to listen to this, so who the hell cares? <laughs> I think he is going to listen to it. I think you'll be one of our twelve listeners. Hey, twelve? <laughs> really? Hmm. <clears throat> Advertisers, right. are you listening? So, Jameson had a hot take that was not. Appropriate. He had another hot take that he gave you that was more appropriate, right? Fortnite isn't dead. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, Fortnite's dead. I think it's probably hitting like a little bit of a bounce back I don't because even of want to talk about this people because then cool. people know that like he plays and I watch and like that's not. <laughs> I don't want people to know that. <laughs> All right. Well, it's too late now. Uh, Fortnite. Well, I don't watch, by the way. Fortnite's probably seeing a little bit of a bump because of quarantine and people are just so bored that they'll yeah. resort back to that. But it's dead. Yeah, it's definitely dead. All right. So now we had two different people submit very similar takes um, that hot dogs are sandwiches. Garrett, would you care to give a one-word answer on whether or not you agree with their takes? No. No, you don't care to give one or no, you don't agree? No is my answer. <laughs> All right. But that's I'm, we're not going to debate this because these people are stupid. Yeah. These two people that submitted it were Caitlin Balaker and Courtney Brody. I don't mean you guys are... Well, no, no, no. I kid, I kid. I don't mean you guys are stupid. I'm just saying, like, this is not original. Come up with something better. You guys are better than this. I mean, come on. Apparently they're not because this is their hottest take. Yeah, well, no, that was just something basic easy. Like, oh, this will be fun to put in there. Come up with something more original than this, please. Now, Garrett, here's my hot take. Yeah, now this is a hot take I might be able to get behind on. Continue. People who still want to discuss whether hot dogs are sandwiches do not deserve human rights. Bingo. I agree with that. 
These people are worthless, as I mentioned, unoriginal. It's, it's, okay, it was funny for like a little while. Like when I was in second grade. <laughs> it might have been funny. You might have got a chuckle out of Garrett. I don't think that was a thing then. Well, it might have been. But like, it's, it's not even fun to discuss because no, like, it's not. like, like, nobody cares. Plain and simple. Like, I don't care if a hot dog's a sandwich. For the record, if you're going to ask my opinion, it's probably no. It's not a sandwich. But I don't care if you want to say, oh, yeah, it's a sandwich because just like a sub-sandwich, it's just the same piece of bread folded in half like that, and the meat is essentially the same as bologna, so it's like a bologna sub, essentially. I don't care. Sure. Whatever. But... It's a stupid topic. It's not fun to talk about. And if that is the most diversity of thought you can bring to society, Geneva should not protect you. <laughs> Get Geneva on the phone, Garrett. I want to tell them <laughs> that, that we need a new convention. A bold statement <laughs> that I back <laughs> with passion. Uh, just, what are you guys doing? You're better than this. I'm all for free speech, but maybe these people should be silenced. <laughs> There are certain people. That I think don't. that we should write our representatives. I know they're really busy taking a break in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, but yes, yes. You know, because Congress isn't in session right now for whatever reason. You know, it's not like countries in need of uh, you know governing. Nope. But uh, I think that what they need to get to is amending the First Amendment so that it protects freedom of speech, protest, religion, assembly. Uh, there's a fifth one. <laughs> I sound like an idiot right now. Yeah. But speech with the caveat of unless you want to discuss whether hot dogs are sandwiches. Because that's just... Stupid. Stupid. Not funny. Not original. Nope. But because some town in Switzerland says so, you have rights. Alright, Hunter. I think you went in enough on these two individuals. It's not just them. Caitlin, Courtney, this is nothing personal. Well, I guess it is personal it's against you, personal. but it is not. We have made it personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not personal specifically against you. It's people who have this thought process that think that this is a fun topic of conversation. Yeah. That includes you. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, and that concludes all of our non-sports takes, right? Um... The only other one I got was Lucas asking us to put him on a show. Yeah, he, he Lucas, said that to me, too. That's, that's not, not a take. take. If anything, that makes me want to have you on the show even less. Not that I want you on the show to begin with. I'd be happy to have you on the show, Lucas. But, uh, yeah, you know, do, do better than that. Impress me. All right, yeah, if you want to come on the show. Give us a take. If yeah, anything... Like, you're worse than these hot dog people. They at least came up with something. <laughs> uh, you I just don't... said, get on the show. Ugh. Because we went to high school with you, we owe you something. And because we were friends with him. Yeah, yeah, sure, that too. <laughs> For the record, I don't think that this was worse than the hot dog people. They don't deserve rights. Um, but if anything, that just means that Lucas thinks that having him on the show is like a hot take of being a good idea, which means that he thinks most people wouldn't want him on the show. If that's the case, then I'd have to agree with those people. Lucas, I'd be happy to have you on the show. He's the only one. We need to do more interviews. 
Our interviews yeah, were our most popular content. Didn't we only have one interview with Audrey? Audrey and uh, Jared O'Dell and Chef Your Boy RD. That was good content. <laughs> I think that that was our most popular one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And I think Audrey was one of our more popular yeah. ones. So I'm thinking yeah. that the interviews are... Uh, See, the problem is we don't know many people. Yeah. If you uh, think that you'd be a good candidate to get interviewed by the B-listers, submit your application via... You know what, I'll put that on the Instagram story this week. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, we'll see how things go. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so uh, about 20 minutes and 30 seconds we get into sports. I'll remember that for when I'm putting the time yep. cues in the description of the episode. Yep, yep. Alright, Garrett. First sports one. Do which one? Start from the top. Which one do you want to go with first? Actually, let's start with Parker's. Yeah. I feel like I don't. Yes, Parker. I feel like this was a uh, good topic of discussion, and I feel like we're gonna let you down here. Yeah, we are. And you know, I got a bunch of tabs up, Parker. And I'm gonna do my darndest. Uh, his take was that the Bulls would not win in 1994. I don't know if it's 94, 90. Like if it's 1994, 1995. Like two separate seasons or yeah. like the 94-95 season? I don't know which one he means. Regardless, he's saying that, well, Was I took it to mean that he, they wouldn't win the 1994-1995 one, one season with Jordan. Because this is when he went to baseball. Yeah. And the so Bulls won. The Bulls won from 91 to 93. So three Pete. Three Pete. Jordan leaves for baseball. Uh-huh. He's gone for a season and a half. Comes uh-huh. back in the 94-95 season. Plays 17 games. They make it to the playoffs, but they don't win the championship. Um, and then they win again another three from 96 to 98. Don't forget he did have that one game of basketball that he played during his baseball days. Um, it was him, Bugs and Lola Bunny, <laughs> Bill is, Murray. I knew you were going there. Um, and they beat the impossible Monstars you know, in order to protect Michael Jordan from being a, uh, I think my Safe for entertainment on is a, that Space Jam isn't a good planet. movie. Okay, you can get that out of here. <laughs> that is a very hot take. Uh, but we'll you haven't seen all of Space Jam. It didn't catch my attention. Um, we're watching Space Jam we're not. sometime this week. Sure, for sure. Um, we'll get back to Parker's. So, Parker, <laughs> Hunter, do you, what, what's your side? Do you agree or disagree with him? Okay, so if he was talking about the 94 title and the 95 title, like two different titles... Uh-huh. I agree with him. I think they win the 94. I See, it's so hard to win a title that, like, I think chances are they don't win it, but I think they're definitely... I think they are definitely the most likely team to win it that year. Yeah. Because looking at the Rockets' roster that year... In 94-95? The 94... 93-94. It was basically just Hakeem. Like, I didn't even know most of the names on that roster. The majority of them. It is just Keen. Yeah. So he... Sounds like he pretty much carried them to that title. And the next year... The next year, I agree with Parker. If he's talking just the 94-95 season, so, like, just the 1995 championship, Mm -hmm. I don't think that even if Jordan was there the entire season they win that one because that was a good team that had or the Rockets had a very good team I was just looking at the roster and now off the top of my head I can only remember Hakeem and Clyde Drexler but they also had a couple other strong players and Kenny the Bulls, Jet Smith Kenny the Jet Smith I don't know if he's good I just don't know 
it's because he's the announcer on 2K. I know, but like, it uh, <laughs> doesn't mean he was good. Um, and then, well, I mean, all the other announcers were good. Chuck, Shaq. That's fair. Uh, That's fair. Um, there were other players, too. But, and then the Bulls didn't have Rodman that year. Yeah, the Bulls didn't have Rodman, so I could see Hakeem and... Or Hakeem giving, uh, giving them some problems. He would just bully them. Yeah. And that was like prime centers bullying yeah. teams that don't have big men. Like now you can have the Warriors with Draymond as their big man, but that wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. The only issue I have with uh, this is that they won it three years prior. They won it three years when he gets back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see why they don't want to win or why they wouldn't win the t- I understand how difficult an eight peak would be. <laughs> Holy, like, just saying that. It'd be nuts. But, like, it's Jordan. It's Jordan, Pippen, and then they had Phil Jackson. I mean, what else? I just... I don't know. I do think, though... That, that is insane. Yeah. I do think losing in the 94-95 season would probably be likely just because they didn't have Robin at that point. And I think Hakeem might, might poison some issues for the team. The fact that Jordan essentially had a six-peat, like he himself essentially had a six-peat, is yeah. kind of crazy. Nuts. Because, like, he played the 17 games that year he came back and they didn't win it. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if I'd really count that, you know? They did lose to the Bulls that year, and he did come back in 94 95, lost to the Magic, who 42, and the Magic got swept by the uh, Rockets in the finals. So Yeah. But. I feel like... Okay, Jordan, that Magic team had Shaq, right? Yeah. I'm almost positive of that. was a big man that caused... Yeah. Had big man that caused problems for the Bulls. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just tough to say because Jordan took a, a year off, so it'd be difficult to wear him back at. So, I guess I agree with Parker probably. Yeah, I think if he's talking two separate years, the 94 one, the Bulls are the favorite. I'd say I give them like a 40% chance to win. But I don't think they are the most, or the, they don't have a better shot at winning it than not winning it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then if he's, and then the second year, I don't think they win. If he's just talking about the second year, then I definitely agree with him. Yeah, yeah. All right, so hopefully we did that uh, justice. Yeah, yeah, I think, I feel like we did a decent job of it. All right. Um, which one do we want to do now? Uh, I picked the first one, so now you pick. Let's just get this one out of the way since it's easy. Um, David Wheeler, I had a business presentations class with him sophomore year. David, if you're listening, I really appreciate it. Um, He said that IU wins March Madness this year, which, (laughs) I mean, David, although I love the take, it's not a hot take because it's obviously true. Plain and simple, that's a fact. IU wins March Madness this year. Indiana basketball is back. Garrett? <laughs> this isn't a hot take. This is a stupid take. Nope. IU basketball maybe doesn't even... Like a 50-50 shot, we even get in the tournament. No, they make the tournament. 50-50 shot. They had already won their first Big Ten tournament game. I feel like all they had to do to guarantee getting in was win one of those games. And then not get like just blown out by somebody in the second round. Also, I watched a decent amount of our games this year. We sucked. 
No, we were streaky. Yeah, we sucked. So I, I even I, when we were hot, we weren't good. I do feel like if we were hot the entire tournament, which obviously is very hard, but like that's pretty much how it happens each year. Yeah, it's like a like, team gets top for the tournament. That's still not the best team. I think that it's possible that IU won. I think no. it's very unlikely because I don't think IU. Trace was gets bullied down low when we get to the better teams. I don't. And I don't think. I don't think we were consistent enough to. The only way we start advancing is if Green just is on fire for a month, and he had never done that up to this point in his career. A month he had to be on fire. Three weeks. Yeah, I think if we were to. I consistently really... play well game to game. I think that there's Sweet a chance. 16 at best. I think there's a chance. IU basketball was not ever consistent this season. Like the best streak we put together was like three games. You know, David, I don't know you. You probably don't listen to podcast. You you don't listen to podcast. He's probably joking too. Yeah, you're not being serious. <laughs> that said, if anybody else looked at the March Madness tournament simulation that occurred on Twitter. They had Indiana go into the Final Four in their simulation. And, you know, I, they get all the statistical categories in there, and they crunch the numbers, and so I'm sure that their simulation is very good. But what their simulation doesn't account for is heart. And that's what our boys had. The fact that they got to the Final Four when the simulation didn't take heart into account, Garrett, I think we yeah, win. I, uh, I don't think so. That's, believe it or not. All right, so IU obviously wins the national title. For sure, for sure. All right, now where, where do we want to go next? Your turn to pick. Um, the Ben's or Eric's? I don't have much opinions on Ben. Well, let's, let's go with Eric's, because I feel like Ben's, you might get off on a rant. <laughs> and so we can have that one at the end. I could rant about that. Yeah, Eric, uh, no, thank you for responding. I was banking on you to respond at least once, so that was... Definitely huge for the program. Yeah, at one point, you had viewed both of our stories, and I was telling Garrett, I'm really disappointed because there are some people that I thought would have a really good take, and they didn't come through. Yeah. And that person was Eric No, but he came back to the story and gave a submission. Yeah. Eric, I'm really excited that you responded because I was looking forward to hearing a take from you. Um, I feel like Eric probably has a lot of good, interesting hot takes. But the one he submitted, Garrett, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Tyrod Taylor, the current starting quarterback for the Los Angeles Chargers, is not that bad. I believe that was the take word for word. Um, Hunter, do you want to put your opinion on this? I think that it depends on your definition of it. I think that he is undervalued in the league right now. And I think that he belong. Yeah, because like I feel like they view him as a backup quarterback uh -huh. and not even a particularly good one. And I think that he deserves at least one more shot as a starting quarterback on a not-so-good team. Like, he's not a great quarterback. But he, I think he... Like, I think that the Chargers should start him this year. Maybe they draft somebody late, like Eason, somebody like that. I'd like the Buccaneers to do that. So uh, any of my professional contacts in the Buccaneers scouting department, uh, Will, um, oh crap, Zach. That's real good though, so I'm sure Will, Will and there. Zach. Um, if either of you guys are listening, I think Jacob Eason is a steal late in draft. But uh, 
I think the Chargers maybe take a quarterback late like that and then give Tyrod the job, let him roll with it for at least a full season, and then if he doesn't do well, you bench him or cut him or I don't know how long his contract is, but I think that he deserves another starting shot because two years ago, three seasons ago, I guess, when he was uh, the starting quarterback for the Bills, Mm-hmm. He was like putting up solid numbers. I think that he was a respectable quarterback, and, and I think that he got 20, the shaft. Twenty-eight hundred passing yards, that's, fourteen touchdowns, four interceptions. That's solid. He's a game. Going back to your point about um, him starting this year, I also agree that unless the Dolphins select Justin Herbert and Tua is available at six, the Chargers will probably, most mocks have them taking Justin Herbert at six. Who, any, anybody outside of Joe Burrow or Tua, I think, should sit a year and develop behind somebody. And so I would agree with you that he should start this year for the Chargers. You think Tua should start? Start? Yeah. But he's got fits. All right, we'll talk about this at the end of the podcast. I have to talk draft stuff. Um... So yeah, I agree that he should definitely start. I think I agree with it with Eric. I, I don't think Tyrod Taylor is is that bad. I think he is a, a game manager. If you like, look at all his stats and how he he's done as a quarterback. There's nothing there that's gonna wow you. I don't think he is gonna win you games as a quarterback, but I do think he will. He he's not gonna lose you games as a quarterback. Which, depending on you know the team you have built, he could be a good fit for some teams. Um, so I'd agree with him. I'm just looking over at his numbers. He's always been pretty safe with the ball. Uh, most interceptions he ever had in a year was six. But on the, you know, the flip side, the most touchdowns he ever had was 20. So, like, you know, there's some give and take there. It doesn't really... They're yeah, definitely a game manager. Yeah, most yards he's ever had is 3,035. Uh, one problem he does have that kind of goes against his game managing, I guess kind of goes hand-in-hand, maybe a little bit, depending on... I'd have to look further into statistics on it. But he does get sacked a decent amount. You could make the argument that, that was when Buffalo had a poor offensive line at yeah. the time. I do not know enough about the team, though I do know that they. I feel like they great, probably did not have a good offensive line. They didn't have a great line. offensive line in, during his tenure, um, but that's still a bit on him. His QBR was never great, you know, sixties, low sixties for the most part. Um, but yeah, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, like I said, he's not going to go out and win you any games, but. Uh, He's definitely not going to lose you games. So. I think that if you have a very good team, I think if you have a good defense, you have a good, good offensive defense, line, good. You have a good, good receivers. <laughs> that uh, I think you'll be fine. I'm trying to think of a team that I think he good could play calling. He has to be in a system, the right system, very, very particular system for him to succeed. I'm. I'm trying to think of a team that has a good enough defense and offense that you could put him in, and I think that they would be a good team. I think Right now, currently? I feel like... Honestly, I feel like the Steelers with him last year would have... Oh God. If Pittsburgh could have had a, could have had a competent I, I think quarterback... That yeah, sure. That would have been fine. They could have been... Uh, I think they would have lost... or the, I think they could have gone as far as like the AFC Championship. they would have made the playoffs. Definitely would have made the playoffs if you had yeah. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I think you could have made it like as far as the AFC Championship. I mean, like in that sense, they were very, they'd be very similar to uh, Blake Bortles and the Jaguars the year they made it to the AFC Championship. Strong defense. I think that he's better than Bortles. 
I think he's dead. Uh, I don't. Bortles is more turnover adverse, but I think his upside, what he'll bring to the table, is higher than. I think Tyrod's a smarter choice. Yeah. The, so if you yeah. have a good team surrounding him, yeah. you want the safer choice as opposed to. Yeah, yeah. I, I because agree like with that. that's yeah. why I wanted Jameis out in Tampa is because. The Buccaneers have a young defense that has promise. They have a decent offense. They've got really good receivers. Their running game's a little weak. Their offensive line is patchy. They've got three really good players and two not-so-good players. So, like, they clearly have tools, and Jameis Winston is never going to have the three or four consecutive good performances that he's entirely capable of, but he's never going to play... The, consistently well enough for them to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what Bortles was like a little bit, is like he's never going to play consistently well enough for them to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess Bortles should be like a, a poor man's... James Winston? Yeah. Whereas Tyrod Taylor, I think he would have been... Honestly, Tampa would be... I don't think that they would like be great, but I think they would make the playoffs with somebody like him. With Tyrod this year? Yeah. Uh, potentially, their problem is they're in a loaded division. Yeah, um, I think they definitely would be skilled enough to make the playoffs in somebody or with somebody like Tyra Taylor. But yeah. All right. Is that all I have to say on that? Yeah, so I agree with Eric. I think uh, Tyrod is uh, is not bad. Yeah, I agree too. All right, Benji. Benji so, being my brother Ben. Does he listen? Yeah, he does sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Does Molly listen? Molly doesn't. She informed me today, hmm. which I uh, complained about to her. Interesting, Molly. Well, if you don't listen, then you won't hear this. I don't actually watch The Bachelor. <laughs> knew it! <laughs> I knew you didn't! There's a podcast I listen to called Circling Back, and every Tuesday they did a Bachelor recap, and so I got a lot of the uh, main ideas out of it. Um, and then probably just Twitter. No, it was almost exclusively that. Yeah, but I'm saying like any supplement. It was like 98% that podcast. Okay, all right. So, ha, Molly. And you won't even hear this. All right. You uh, can't tell her to listen to this. If she finds out organically, that's fine, but... Yeah, I won't tell her. Uh, ben, don't tell her. Again, if she listens on her own, that's fine, but... Yeah. Um, so, Ben. Ben's take was that... Now, this is paraphrased... Actually, this might have been word for word. High school, high school play. It wasn't a very development argument he had. <laughs> yeah, it was high school basketball or high school basketball players going to the G League rather than uh, NCAA is dumb. I'm pretty sure that's what he called it. Dumb. Um, so you, is this just pitting G League against college? It's not saying like going to the G League instead of going to Europe or something like that. I think he. I think that also included. I think he, he basically said if you don't go cut to college, he doesn't like that. Okay. And I think his reason was because it is making college basketball worse. <laughs> Which, like, yeah, that's, huh. <laughs> that's not wrong. It's almost like if they started paying the players, there is a chance that they would be able to recover this. There is that. Um, but is it dumb? I don't think... No. It's dumb because, like, I don't think the players should be restricted 
I think they should have these options. Yeah, I think the NCAA should be able to, I guess, in a way, monopolize their talent. So, I don't know. So, I completely agree with that, but do you think he's saying that, like, allowing that is dumb? Or do you think he's saying that, like, people who take that option people are making a dumb decision? Are making a dumb decision. Okay, so in that, in that case, I don't think that the issue with the NCAA monopolizing the talent I is... I think. My brother's an idiot. I can, couldn't tell you the <laughs> truth. But I think it's that they're making a dumb decision because they're hurting college basketball. <laughs> See, I think it's usually not a smart decision because... I think college is still the route that most people... I think high school should... Continue. I think college is the route most people are going to take because I do think the vast majority of players do need the developmental year, at least, if not a couple years. Um, I honestly think that most players would probably be better off if they got, like, two years in college or something like that instead of just one. Yeah, like... But I think that... For the most part, college is the best route because that's where most of the eyes are, and that's where you have coaches who are almost entirely focused on your development if you're a top-tier player because they want to develop you as quickly as they can so they can squeeze as much out of you in that one year before they send you off to the NBA. And whereas like, if you're going to Europe or if you're playing in the G League, those coaches are obviously focused on development too, but they aren't as focused on you. They're more focused on the team because in the G League, everybody's fighting to get into the NBA. And so everybody's trying to develop at the same kind of, in the same kind of way. Whereas in college, you've got the guys who you know are going to be there for four years. And those guys aren't focused as much on development. They're focused on the team and getting the team to win, which then helps you as the star or whatever. And in Europe, it's literally professional basketball. And so like you've got guys that are, they know they're going to finish their career in Europe or they'll end up in China or whatever other league, but they aren't going to the NBA. You've got guys that are trying to go to the NBA. You've got people who are kind of in limbo. And so I think that college is probably the smartest route the vast majority of the time. That said, get that bag player. Shut up. But but, (laughs) all right. Being serious though, like, a lot of these players do need the money, or even if they don't absolutely need the money, it's useful to have the money for an extra year, make a few hundred thousand dollars, or maybe not a few hundred thousand, but at least a few thousand dollars. Like, See, the problem I have with that is, I guess this wouldn't make a difference in the current way, but if they were to go and get a college degree, mm-hmm. like doing the MPV of their mm-hmm. earnings from... If basketball wasn't to work out okay. versus what they earn in that one year in the G League, which isn't much to begin with. It's currently, I think, 125000 And for top prospects, it's 500000 mm-hmm. And then that they'll you know get whatever the NBA contract is that they get. Um, but I just feel like... I do understand, though, that they most of these kids that are making this decision are in a uh, need of the finances that the G League or the other professional leagues will provide. Yeah, I feel like most kids that are not going to college are either in need of the money immediately or don't have the grades. Yeah. I think uh, I think for the most part, though, I think one thing is interesting is one thing that these kids do lose is when they decide to go to either overseas or the G League. 
they do lose out on the chance of building their brand, which I think could hurt them in terms of other um, like deals they might like endorsements they might sign. You know, I think I would mostly agree with that. The thing I would be interested in is I don't think the Chinese league is on par with the European leagues, but I think that China's like the third tier after yeah. Europe. Well, I think it might be, I think the Australian league might be ahead. Really? Yeah. Okay. But like, if China gets to the point where they're comparable to Europe, I feel like you could successfully build your brand. Like, because China totally, yeah, absolutely they're... loves Kobe. Yeah. But China also like loves Jimmer Fredette. Yeah. And I feel like Stephen Marbury is big over there too. I think. Like, if you could build your brand in China. Yeah, it's definitely different. It could be. Uh, that's more huge. so. Yeah. That's kind of guesswork because I don't know what yeah. the Chinese basketball market is like for the most part and how good the teams are. So like, you might build your brand but not not yeah. get quality competition. So. Um. And the other thing is, it's difficult to tell on whether or not this is a thing that's going to... I think, personally, that high schoolers should be allowed to be drafted right out of college, or right out of, of high school by the NBA. Um, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. I think it's I'm not opposed stupid to that. for most of them to do it. I agree I that it's like stupid for most of them, because most of them aren't ready. Yeah. I still think they should have that option. Um, and if teams want to take a chance on a high schooler, let them do that. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm also not for it like you are. I'm not. I'm f I'm fine with the way it is. Oh, yeah, I think they should be allowed. Yeah, I guess in that. But I also, if it changed to what you're saying or changed back to that, yeah. I'd also be fine with that. Yeah, I. Uh, it's gonna be difficult to see whether or not this G League or overseas thing is gonna work. Cause well, in this draft we have Lamelo who went to Australia, and then I thought there was a is few he's other. Still probably gonna be number one overall. Uh, I don't think so, cause the Warriors are number one overall, and from. What I have seen, which is very limited on NBA draft knowledge because I've been focusing on the NFL, um, it would appear that uh, the Warriors do not want him, and they're going to take somebody else. But the Timberwolves are looking at him, and I think they might have like the two or three. Still a top five pick. Um, but we'll have to see, particularly with the G League, because I don't know, because this G League thing is like, what, this is the second year? I was thinking it was the uh, no, yeah, I think, I think it's the second, second year. year. So, well, I think we'll have to see on how well this... Uh, Did anybody was. really do it last year? I don't... I thought there any, like, legitimate... I thought there was a kid from Syracuse that dropped last year. It might have been this year, though. Um, but, I don't know, so I guess we'll have to see just on... And also, I don't know how that works. So, they get drafted by a G League team, and then... I go into the NBA Do they draft? get to that team, or do they fall up through the system with that team, or do they go back in the NBA draft? I don't know enough about the rules. Yeah, um, I don't know how it would work because I don't think the G League has its own draft. Yeah, I don't know how that does work. And so, like, would they just be able to sign with whichever G League team they wanted to? They might be. Yeah, we I don't feel know. like the uh, we don't know enough about this. The South Bay Lakers or whatever, and yeah. the Santa Cruz Warriors, and the, the main Red Claws, like all the teams that are like with the good big teams. teams yeah, yeah, those are gonna be. If you can just sign with whichever team you want, those teams are going to have an advantage. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a draft or something. Um, but I think for the most part, Ben, I'll agree with you that uh, from the players' perspectives, it's definitely not the best idea. And, and more to your point, which you said on the phone call, uh, it definitely is ruining college basketball because they're not getting the same caliber of players. Though college basketball, that's the not most the, exciting point of it is just... You can't blame the players for that, though. That's 
the schools and the NCAA. Yeah. If the players want to get paid for the uh, work that they're doing and millions of dollars they're bringing in, you can't blame them. I mean, like, even if you don't think they should get paid, I don't think that you can say they absolutely don't deserve it. Especially with basketball, where the majority of them are not getting an education because the, or the majority are, but like the ones who are making the most money for the schools are yeah. not getting an education because they're leaving in one or two years. Yeah. Going back a minute, this is kind of a very outside the scope of this conversation, but with the NPD argument, that's really rational to make from a place where your family isn't on the verge of homelessness yeah, or no, like starving. I, I understand so like, that point, yeah. It's easy to say you'll take a year and wait if your family's not struggling to pay rent and might get evicted. Like, you can't just tell your mom to live on the street for a year until you sign that rookie deal with the sons or whatever. Yeah, no, I do understand that point of it. Um, but that was just a thought I had. Yeah, I figured... Plus, like you said, this essentially isn't relevant in the status quo for these players that are doing that because they're yeah. only spending a year so they aren't getting their degree anyway. Yeah. But you acknowledge that. Yeah. So but I feel like both of those points are made with people that like Yeah. Don't think about that, which I feel like is I agree. Hard to not think about. I yeah. feel like anybody who makes those points without the caveats is an idiot, but Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, all right, I think those are our hot takes we got. Yeah. Do you want to talk draft stuff? Um, I I kind of enjoyed talking about these hot takes, so if anybody else has hot takes and then yeah, we don't definitely. even have to come up with the content ourselves, you guys just give it to Huge. us. <laughs> kind of liked it. Uh, that would obviously require you not wanting to start your own podcast because you value our, <laughs> our takes and opinions on the matter so much, which I'm sure many of you do. Or if you don't want to invest $30 in a microphone. Hey, like we whoa, did. we don't need to talk the cost of this microphone. Microphone hunter. Actually, I think it was 40, so. Or 50. No, I think it was 40. Um, all right. Yeah, I enjoyed this as well. All right, so right around 50 minutes uh, is when we talk NFL draft. So if you uh, have no interest in hearing our takes on the NFL draft, yeah, we won't be offended if you stop listening. Follow us at B underscore Listers on Instagram and Twitter. Yeet. And uh, keep listening to other shows, please. Yeep, yeep. All right, um, let's get to the draft. All right, you want to go first? I, for one, am super excited for the draft. Um, I don't know if it's because of the quarantine and this is the only sports thing that we have or what, or if it's because PFF allowed me to use their draft simulator and I now know so many prospects and it, it's, all their upsides. I also created a second Twitter account that I solely follow NFL teams, so I've so been you have really... Twitter accounts now? No, two. The, the burner that I asked, just okay. that one. Didn't you say you follow political stuff with it too? No, not on this one. I was thinking about making just a political one. Okay. But I did not follow through on it. Um, so I've been heavily involved with this draft class and a lot of names and, and stuff. So I'm really looking forward to the draft on Thursday through Saturday. That being said, my team, Pittsburgh, has a horrible, I think, uh, draft selection. I think we got six. We don't have a first rounder, which is annoying. Um, in terms of the team needs, I think we need our offensive line's pretty old. Um, so we definitely need to 
Get some young guys in there. Big Ben's getting old, so I'd like to see us take a quarterback late. A guy like Jacob Eason. If Jake Fromm were to fall all the way to like the third round, I'd love that, but I don't think that's going to happen, nor do I think we'd waste... I'd like to see us use our third-round pick on Jake Fromm. If he were to fall to the fourth round, where I think we have two picks, whew, that would be something. At that point, you just got to pick him. Yeah. Like, even if you don't need a quarterback. We definitely do, though. Yeah. Um, and then outside of that, uh, I think we'll probably – we should have James Conner, so we can take a running back with one of our last picks. They're worthless position anyways. So we can just, you know, plug and chug. And then what else? The receivers are pretty good. Defensive line's pretty solid. Defense is pretty solid. We might might use another safety. I don't know how I feel about us giving up a first-round pick for Minka. I know initially I was very upset about it, but he played well. He played really well. Yeah, but I'm still first-round pick. I don't know. I think it's worth it. How old is he? He's young. Like 26? I think he's younger than that. Really? He might be like, maybe not. Is he's twenty three? <laughs> Holy crap! So yeah, Garrett, that's stupid uh, that you were ever upset about that. Well, you know, first round pick for Minka Fitz. I'll trade you a Buccaneers first round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, deal. It's not bad. It's... Anyways, um... wow, he is young though. Um, I, I'm just not excited for our draft personally. Though I do like Joe Burrow's my favorite quarterback. Like him a lot, um, but can I'll, hang on, I'll let you do your take up and been drawing on here. All right, um, I think the Buccaneers should trade up for Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I'd like them to take a tackle, first round. Well, there's the four, four top tier tackles. Yeah, and like more and more mock drafts have none of them. Available I could at s- fourteen, I, I think the Bucks are. They're fourteen. Yeah. So more and more mock drafts have all four of them going before that. I don't know if that'll happen though. I hope not because a while ago it was like there's always going to be one available for the Buccaneers, and now it's like none of them. And so I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to us trading up to get one of them if we can do it relatively inexpensively. But I want him one of them first round, I mean, second round. I think the Giants would take one. The Cardinals probably would. Yeah. The Jets could. The Browns could. But I've seen a lot of stuff saying the Browns might trade down because they like uh, Ezra Cleveland a lot. So like some other team come up, uh, another team might come up with one of those tackles. Yeah. So. so uh, yeah, it'll be close. Willis Worfs. You got Worfs from Iowa. Jared Willis from Alabama. Andrew Thomas from Georgia. And then uh, Mary Belton from uh, Louisville. Mm, did not know his name, but I knew that there were four top-tier tackles there. Um, Mikai yeah. Be- Becton. I, I like Worf's best, personally. Yeah, so do I. Um, Iowa born and raised. Dude, <laughs> Iowa offensive linemen. Athletic freak. Those farm boys. Yeah. I like Worf's the best, too. Um, I think yeah, Becton, so. Becton is the one with the highest upside. He's a freaking huge dude and moves fast. And I know a lot of people like that. Um, though he did just fail a drug test. Yeah. But most teams don't care about that. I think. Laramie Tunsil fell significantly. Wasn't he supposed to be like... He fell to 13. 
But wasn't he supposed to be like yeah, he was top three? Yeah, but still. Like consensus top three? Yeah. All right, so tackle first round for the Buccaneers. I'd like to see, I don't know, because they've got a young secondary, and so just getting another, because like we need a safety. Uh-huh. But just getting another young safety, like yeah, I don't know how much that's going to do, because we have like three safeties that are all in their, this will be like their third year or less. Yeah, but I think there are some high name guys in here, like uh, Antonio Whitfield. Um, but like the Buccaneers spent picks in the first three rounds, like each of the past three years, on multiple guys in the secondary. Mm-hmm. So they've got like six, I think, seven maybe first, second, or third round picks on their roster right now in their secondary. And so like at some point, either we have too many of them. Like, it's not worth getting another young safety, or we need to admit, hey, we can't draft, or we can't draft these guys in the secondary, like... Yeah. Because if there were players we were willing to take, like Mike Edwards last year, we were willing to spend a second or third on him, um, like, why should we spend a second or third this year if last year we picked a safety and we aren't confident in his ability or something like that? So... I don't know. I'd be okay with them taking a corner or safety. No, a safety in the second. Um, otherwise, maybe a running back. Running, hunter, 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 hunter. I know, I know. I know. Running, you backs hate running backs are worthless. I know you hate running backs. Why waste a second round pick on a running back when you can get one in the, the eighth round for for nothing? And, you know, he's just as good as a first rounder. Well, in large part because there isn't an eighth round of the draft. Um, but because we need talent immediately because Tom Brady is a two-year project. Yeah, get another quarter, get another receiver. Yeah. Receiving class is deep this year. Get one of the top receivers. If the class is so deep, then we don't have to pick one early. No. No, 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 no. Because we, so we have the best one-two punch at receiver in the league. Well, that's I don't the need... best one-two-three. What? The one-two-three punch. Who best one-two-three. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Um, so what the we have the best one-two punch in the league. We can work with a relatively decent wide receiver three. Like, we've got Tom Brady, Mike Evans, and Chris Godwin. No, I'm not taking a receiver in the second round. Are you kidding me, Garrett? <laughs> Meanwhile, our running back is somebody who broke 100 total yards, like, a handful of times last season. Sounds like that's the position we want an upgrade in. But, so we do that. Um, third round, I don't know. Maybe take a safety if we haven't. Running back if we haven't. Maybe a receiver in the third round. Especially when it's Jacob Eason. Isn't he going to fall a little bit more than that? Hey, he's a quarterback. Who knows? Um, I like the idea of them possibly getting some more youth on their D-line because Sue and JPP are both kind of old. Yeah. I think Sue signed a two-year deal and JPP signed a one. It might be flipped. but So we have to replace them soon, probably. Um, maybe later rounds, picking up a right tackle to replace... Uh, oh, crap. Um, the big guy. Uh, he's been with the team for like 12 years. Um he, we picked him up in our uh, franchise. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, oh my god. Out of the D. 
Yeah. Anyway, um, he's old. We need a replacement for him. Um, at right tackle, maybe do that later. Um, and then I'd like to get Jacob Eason. I don't know when we would have to take him, but I'd like to get him. And, uh, yeah, that's any, that's what I want for the Any sleeper picks on her or sleeper prospects you got in the, in the draft? Um... Not off the top of my head. We did some mock drafts. I was the Vikings for one. I ended up with like 28 picks. It was a joke. It was insane. I got like an 85. It was a joke. Um, There's this cornerback from uh, Louisiana Tech. His name's Amik Robertson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be a SEAL. He's, uh, PFF has him like graded as one of their top corners. In terms of his, in, like he's really good. His only problem is he's five eight. And so. And what position you said? Corner. But he could oh, play. Demar. Demar Dotson. Yeah, Dotson. I cannot believe I forgot his name. He's such a nice guy. I'm surprised you did too. It's like uh, six foot nine and three fifteen. I also like Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. I think he's a pretty good receiver. Again, this receiving class is pretty deep. Where's KJ gonna go? KJ Hamler. Yeah. Uh, I've seen him uh multiple. PFF has him as their 40, 41st ranked prospect. I thought you were going to say receiver, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. is a deep class. Um, Kuiper, I think, today had him going 50 to the Bears. Okay. So probably a second or third round pick for receiver need needy team. Okay. Um, well, they have him kind of... Wow, that's enough. Anybody else that comes to mind? Uh, I like Geno Stone, too. He's a safety out of Iowa. He's pretty good. Um, there's also a D3 uh, offensive lineman. Really? That's pretty high, so I'll give him a shout-out. I think the Bucks have two D3 guys. They have Hobart, the kid from Hobart. Um, Poe, or what's his last name? Uh, God damn it. I know who you're talking about. The Buccaneers? Yeah. Uh, got Ali Marpet. Marpet, that's what I'm talking I think about. he was a D two, but he might have been D three. And then Alex Kappa, I think, was D three too. D three also. This kid's a tackle, um, and he did pretty well at the Senior Bowl. Um, that's sweet. Yeah. Other than that, I like this draft a lot. I'm very excited, as I said. Uh, my favorite quarterbacks, you know, I'm a quarterback guy myself, so I'll give you my top quarterback. You were a quarterback yourself. Quarterback guy. I know that doesn't change. I just um, heard quarterback. Joe Burrow, obviously number one. Man's a dog. Then two at number I two. I thought he was a tiger. Two at number two. Herbert number two. Uh, see, Herbert's... Herbert number two. See, Herbert's great. Lock it in. He won Herbert the, uh, develops behind Ryan Fitzpatrick in the, with the Dolphins, and then the Dolphins are running the AFC East. He won the academic, Lock it in. academic Heisman this past year. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nerds. Um, He's a really good dude. Academic Heisman. They can't name it anything else. It's not named Academic Heisman. Okay, good. It is named something else. I don't remember the name. It is the Academic Heisman. Okay. Um, he's a really good guy. I just don't think he plays very well. Accuracy issues. Um, I like Jake Fromm a lot as a sleeper, sleeper quarterback. Dude, I don't, I don't like the Buccaneers to pick Jake Fromm, too. Yeah. If they can get him in the third, I think he, that would be uh, insane. I think he could use some... some Tutoring from Big Ben, personally. From behind Brady? Oh. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, other quarterbacks? Nah, not really. 
I think Jalen Hurts, you know, the, my, his entire college career, I wasn't sure. I thought he was more of a running back. I think he played well, though, under Lincoln Riley. You know, he showed some strides. He started to throw the ball well. I think um, he's another person that uh, I think if he finds somebody in the right system, he could be decent. So you've got Eason from Tua. Um, Herbert. Herbert. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, and obviously Burrow. And uh, Jordan Love. I think this quarterback class is going to be better than Baker's. Baker had Baker, Sam, Josh. Josh. Both Allen and uh, Rosen. Josh Rosen sucks. Yeah, but like going in, they were like, this is the <laughs> yeah, best quarterback class of all time. Yeah. I think this. The problem is, most of these guys have to sit in order for them to be good, I think. Yeah, I think that this is going to be. I, they're going to sit, and I think that they are going to do well. I, I think, think that more quarterbacks sit. need to sit. They definitely do. Most guys aren't ready for the NFL. Like, most quarterbacks need to sit. Or and if you're going to throw them in there, then you need to. To live and learn with their mistakes because they're yeah. mistakes. Maybe don't crucify a 23 year old kid who's playing the Patriots defense for the first time in his career, and Bill Belichick is just destroying him, just ramming the run defense down or the blitz down his throat every time. Oh, wow. Maybe they don't work out. That's surprising to you? Yeah. Wow. Definitely need to sit more of them or at least have a, a longer leash. Most of them. You got Aaron Darnold charging down Kyler Murray's throat twice a year, and you crucify him if he doesn't do well, and then ship him off to Miami for the next first round pick that you're gonna do. Yeah, uh, look. NFL GMs need to be smarter about young quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I I think that this quarterback class is going to be very good. I think there are going to be four, like, top-tier quarterbacks within, like, the next five years or so. I don't know if I feel as strongly about this quarterback class because they are just that good, I think, or because I have been paying so much attention to this in prior years, so I cannot say for sure. I have also been paying more attention, yeah. too. Uh, Is a Pence McSorley? Uh, no, he got drafted last year. He's in the Ravens. Who's the Penn State quarterback this year? Tommy Stevens. Sean Clifford. Tommy Stevens was at Penn State, then he's at Mississippi State, and uh, a lot of people view him as a uh, decent head back. Where is uh, is McSorley in Las Vegas? I thought he was with the Ravens. Huh. Um, anyway, my last thing I'd like to say: running backs suck. Look at the analytics. Christian McCaffrey's deal. Well, stupid. Way overpaid. Like, just look at the value they add, and it's uh, it's not much. So I think here to here. Last, because everybody else has already said it, that's smart. Running backs suck and they're overvalued. And you should draft one every three years. Speaking of running backs. Or at best, you just give them his rookie deal, rookie year deal, franchise him twice, and then let him go. Now, as a person, very, very bad thing to do. But, uh, and a very shitty thing to say. But I think if I'm trying to win football games, that's, uh, that's, that's how it's got to be. All right. So on the top of running backs, RG3 deserves a starting job again. Give him a starting job somewhere. <laughs> you see, no, he does not. Hunter, you're only saying this because of his tweet. No, no. I've been an RG3 fan since day yeah, one, Yeah, what happened, Hunter? His knee blew out. Yeah. And then he came back, he took a step, and his knee blew out again. Okay. Right? The guy sucks. Do you think Derrick Rose deserves another shot, Garrett? Hey, Derrick Rose, Hunter, was an MVP. Uh, 
RG3 was damn close. No, he wasn't. RG3 was damn close, no, Garrett. He was shut the hell up. Anyway, RG3 deserves a starting spot. Uh, Cam Newton should be starting somewhere. Jesus Christ. Uh, Why is the market not going after Cam at all? Yeah, I'm not surprised some team hasn't picked up Cam. Chargers, so. Patriots, uh, Bengals obviously don't need him, but... Yeah, um, I don't like Cam, personally. Cam should have gone to Chicago over Nick Foles. Um, I don't know what Ryan Pace is doing besides ruining the Bears. If I will agree with that. If the Jaguars don't like Gardner Minshew for whatever reason, Gardner Minshew's an incredible quarterback. He's going to develop very nicely. Uh, they should be looking into Cam Newton. Um, yeah, the problem is, though, they can't bring him up now. Because you bring him up now, Cam's starting. Yeah. So you gotta, but if they you don't know. like Gardner Minshew and they don't want Gardner Minshew to be their quarterback of the future, bring Cam in. Oh, if they don't, but I think by trading Nick Foles, they've established that this year they're going to ride with, with Gardner. Um, hell, throw him behind division rival Drew Brees for a couple years, let Drew retire, I, and then let Cam take over the Saints. I don't think Cam would want that. I yeah. also don't know if Cam has that long. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, injury history. Let's see. Who else needs a quarterback? Uh, the Cowboys need a quarterback because there's a shit. Uh, give Cam Newton the starting job in Dallas. Dak is way better than Cam. No, he's Cole. not. Dak is a garbage quarterback. Uh, RG3 and Tyrod Taylor should be starting over Dak Shut Prescott. Um, up. All right, that's who, the do the Ra- who do the Raiders get? Derek Hart, Marcus Mariota. Yep, Cam Newton should be in the starting job in Las Vegas. No, he shouldn't. All right. You yes, he folks, should. Are you kidding me? Cam Newton should definitely be starting. I appreciate over you all listening. Mariota. We'll see you next week, me? folks. Adios. Oh my God, are you kidding me, Gary? 